This week, the club takes a break. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome to First Issue Club, which is typically the weekly comic book podcast where we guide you through the muddy and murky waters that are the comic book landscape by talking about a few key first issues that came out that week. We are your reading club to acclimate you to comics, to keep you reading comics if you're a long-time lover of the medium. And we love comics so, so much, baby. Um, After our 100-minute special 100th episode, the club was a little winded. And after the holiday, too, we couldn't squeeze in uh, an episode this week, unfortunately. But Mike D is here, and I'm saving the day by just saying hey and doing some quick hits. So I think what I'm going to do is go through those books in order of my least favorite to my most favorite, and I'll break down each one in under a minute or so. Sound good? All right. Let's get this weird solo episode started. All right, coming in at number four on my list, and that's not to say it was a bad comic book, it was just my least favorite of the first issues that I covered this week, was Arrow out on Marvel Comics. This took us into one of the characters that was introduced to us in New Ages of Atlas. She is a superhero that controls the wind. We got a little bit of her backstory and origin in this She's an architect. It kind of added some texture to her life. Um, So I'm sure this is a fun character that's going to do some fun things moving forward with a really cool creative team. Um, Didn't move the needle too much for me, though. Coming in at number three, Jason Aaron and Dennis Hallam, Sea of Stars. I believe Dennis Hallam is typically known as Dennis Hopeless, who has written a handful of my favorite Marvel comics. And Jason Aaron, you know him, you love him. He's the brains behind War of the Realms and this great Thor run that's been happening lately, as well as some other indie legends like Scalped and Southern Bastards. Um, What a friggin' team and some beautiful covers this week for this book. I picked up both the Mignola cover and the A cover, and they're both beautiful. Um, So worth having in your collection just for that if you're a nut for covers that are great. Um, I think any image first is normally an automatic buy for us at the club. Sea of Stars follows a uh, young boy on a commercial trip through outer space with his father. They're kind of in the cargo shipping industry, and he's bummed to be out at space all summer long. Uh, and super, super bored despite the really interesting cargo that we they are carrying. And they get into a bit of a disaster right away, and the two are separated. Um, as a first, I just have it as number three because it was a little bit of a slow roll for me. 
I think a lot of first issues um, surprise you and and blow their load, <laughs> for lack of a better term, in the first issue. Um, but they're really fun first issues to read. This one leaves us wanting a little more and uh, leaves a lot of questions unanswered, which means that we've got a good story ahead of us, but not as much pop as I got in some of my other first issues this week. Coming in at number two is Mark Millar and Matteo Scalera's Space Bandits. I loved this book. Um, So much fun. Killer art style. I think if you've been listening to the club regularly, the Mark Millar or Millarverse comics that have been coming out under this Netflix imprint have been fun, but maybe lacked a little bit of the substance that we were typically used to finding from Mark Millar. Um, I was left a little underwhelmed by Sharky the Bounty Hunter and Prodigy and some of the other books that he's released under that Netflix imprint. Um, This one, I think just because my expectations were maybe lowered a little bit, um, really blew me away. Two really inspiring and exciting female leads, and we get there. Um, individual stories that I think are really exciting and at the end of the narrative they're both thrust together and uh, I can't wait to see what the two of them do once they've um, teamed up. So you get this this really interesting cool duo that have a lot of contrasts in their lives and personalities and it's going to be a badass book moving forward with a lot of cool fashion and artistic style, I think. So really looking forward to it. Drum roll. My favorite first issue this week was Lois Lane number one by Greg Rucka. Um, I love him. I'm a fan of his. Um, not why I picked up the book. I just thought the B cover was pretty uh, striking. And you know me. Always give number one issues a chance. Uh, I'm not typically the biggest DC fan. And so I think typically when they do these side character stories or um, characters that aren't, you know, prominent Justice League members, normally I would pass these by. But I think Lois is a really intriguing character and I wanted to know what Greg would do with her in a solo story. I think this really reminded me of the sort of vibe that a show like The Newsroom had. It was um, kind of a political drama um, based in a world that has superheroes but not built around the narrative of superheroes necessarily. That might be something that's um, to come later, but it was really refreshing to see Lois as a strong, powerful character who wasn't just an accessory to Clark Kent or Superman. And... Uh, We get into some sticky situations and scandal and intrigue throughout, and Lois is determined to uh, bring light to some issues that we're finding in some conspiracies with um, murder, and um, she stands out in the press room being a badass, which we all need a little bit more press room action in our lives lately. Right, gang? All right. Weird breakdown, I know. I'm not used to speaking uh, by myself into the phone. I've normally got my other wacky club members help guide me through the muddy and murky waters, Um, just like we try to do for you each week. 
Oh, and uh, we really appreciate the reception that we got on the 100th episode. Uh, really awesome. I can't believe that we recorded um, 100 episodes of the show, and we can't believe that you guys uh, listen to... 100 minutes of a uh, special that we did and um, appreciated that um, as much as we appreciate you guys and um, so cool and thankful. I know I'm speaking for the rest of the club when I say we're we're really wowed by how many people show us love and support and have continued to listen to the podcast and share it um, and come on this ride with us and um, we really feel like all of our um, listeners and subscribers and all the cool people that engage with us on social media are just as much of the club as we are. And it's it's awesome to have a reading club with um, people all over the states that love the same things we do. And, and when you disagree with us, you let us know too. And that's half the fun of, of having these conversations um, with people. And that's, what, I think, what makes comic books awesome and can sometimes lack in this community is that sometimes we aren't having conversations about the things that we love. And, um, you know, that keeps us from our our tastes growing and um, shaping our opinions and us as um, creative people in our own rights who, who like to make and create our own little comic zines and, and pieces of art. So kudos to everybody for supporting us, and we love you. And uh, can't wait for another hundred. Um, I would I would give you guys five stars in in the app of life if I could if there if there was one maybe I'll get we'll get started on that um, pronto but thanks guys um, we'll see you next week back with a normal episode and less of my solo ramblings bye. This has been another episode of First Issue Club. We are a proud member of the Fountain City Frequency family of podcasts. Our music is provided by Primary Color Music. We are recorded in KCUR Studios. You can find us, rate us, friend, and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email, and your favorite listening platforms at First Issue Club, F-I-R-S-T.